Hey everyone, this is Kelvin Tracy. I'm starting a new podcast. I am so nervous. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I just feel led to talk to people about what I feel like God put on my heart. And the name of my podcast is called Unapologetically Black and Unashamedly Christian because I'm all about social justice. I'm all about uplifting my community, uplifting the oppressed. Um, I'm all about providing justice, just like Jesus was. Jesus was all about justice, he was all about love, and he was all about righteousness. And I noticed a lot of people in my community where I live in Harlem, New York, and a lot of people here, um, you know, you see a lot of black faces, and it's a black community, and a lot of them do not believe in Christianity. Um, we see a lot of Hebrew Israelites, we see comedics, we see atheists. So for me, I feel like God put on my heart um, is to share the love of Christ to my people. You know what I'm saying? Like, my whole thing is to love the black man. I love black men. I'm a black woman, and... Um, I just love the black man. I grew up around black men. Black men raised me. Um, and they are the most oppressed here in the United States. Um, they're going to prison at an alarming rate. Um, they get killed for no reason. They kill each other. I feel like a lot of black men just want to be loved. Um, but they grew up in such a neighborhood or a time or like the families that they're raised in. And a lot of black men are taught to be tough and they don't have a man around them as a father. So they just have their moms and most of the moms are always working. So then they pretty much raise themselves and the people in their communities raise them. And so, you know, they're not really accustomed to a certain way of living. And when it comes to Christianity, I feel like um, a lot of African-Americans, black people, we see Christianity as the um, oppressed religion, um, the white man's religion. We were taught that through slavery, and they gave us the Bible, but they didn't let us read nothing else. And a lot of people go to like Muslims because the Islamic nation, they actually do help black men. We cannot fault them for that. That's what they do. They help them. They have organizations for them to be in after school activities. Um, but I just feel like there's no love there. It's just more action. So I just really, really, my heart really goes out to my community, to my people, and to see them flourish and to see them not live check by check and to see them not going to prison and to see them not selling drugs or, again, having babies super early and just staying in their um, same way of living and um, generational curses. I just really, really want to see us flourish like Jesus wanted us to. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about being black and I love being black and I love who I am. I love who God created me because he created me in his image. This has created you in his image. And there is nothing wrong with my skin tone. There is nothing wrong with my curly hair. There is nothing wrong with me. Is something wrong with America. So, and I also want to just, I am unashamedly Christian. Like, I love Jesus. It is not a white man religion. Um, Jesus was not white. You know, the disciples were not white. Like, the Europeans, 
made Jesus white in their little pictures and their photos of him. But that doesn't mean it's true. We can't allow what someone or another man made um, construe what is true for us. So I want this to be like a light podcast because I like to joke. I'm very sarcastic, but I'm also very truthful. And I get to the point. So eventually I would like to have different people come on the podcast and um, talk with me, like having a co-host or um, interview with different people because I'm really, really getting into urban apologetics. And I just love reading the books and I just love hearing people speak. I love listening to their podcasts. So hopefully one day they can come on my podcast and we can talk and have a conversation. I can talk to theologians and I can also want to interview Hebrew Israelites and interview some Muslims and interview Moors and interview people who worship like science and interview atheists because I feel like if we don't talk to each other we would never understand what each other is going through we'll never understand why we believe in something we never know how people grew up and why they believe what they believe and I feel like we should have an open discussion um, on what's happening around us and I'm not afraid to listen to other people and their perspective and I am not trying to argue with people I want to have a conversation I just want to open dialogue I want to know why people believe in what they believe in or why they don't believe what they believe you know and so that's my goal here my goal is to start a conversation my goal is to just talk to each other talk to the people around you Just ask, you know, what do you believe in and why? Not trying to force you to believe what I believe. Not trying to persuade you to believe what I believe. And I'm really not trying to be persuaded to to believe what you believe in. But just so we can open up our minds. Because if we talk to people and to the people who believe what we believe or think the same way we think or grew up how we grew up, how exactly are you learning anything? You're not learning anything. So for me, I am an open book. I am very transparent. I am. I try to be as honest as possible. And so I like talking to people who are just as transparent, just as honest, and who still are very kind and loving. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't have to come in each other's throat because we don't believe in the same thing. So this podcast is to... Be unashamed, be unapologetic, and love each other and to start the conversation on what we believe in in this world and what we see to come at the end when we die. Like, what do you believe? So I feel like um, this would be really dope. Um, I just don't know how I will go about everything, but I'm just taking one step at a time because you got to start somewhere. So this is my starting point. Um, whoever <laughs> will listen or want to listen or my future audience, I don't, I have no idea who they would be. Hopefully, I'm praying that they will be some black men. Um, I'm praying that it will be other races as well, a nationality, so we can all come together um, and be united, you know, through love. So that's what this podcast is about. So... Today, coming from my Christian side of me, which is all of me, um, I want to talk about tithing. In the Christian church, um, 
we most of us believe in tithing which i'm pretty sure everyone has heard of even if you grew up in church or not because as we know um, some pastors some churches take that to a whole nother level and usually how we grew up we see like greedy pastors and they like trying to get you to pay for something or they're trying to just like take all your money away and all they talk about is giving 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 for for them to hoard it and for them to go buy a new car and for them to do that, blah, blah, blah. Yes, some pastors do do that. But at the end of the day, we're all humans. We all make mistakes. Um, even pastors, they're still humans. God didn't give them a superpower so they could never sin. They're still humans. They're still sinful. Um, but by the grace of Jesus' blood, we are saved from that. And he gives us grace and mercy. So... We have to remember that. But some people do take that to a whole nother level. So it's always been like a controversy when it comes down to tithing. Um, the other day, I put on my Instagram that um, I haven't been working since October. It is now February. Uh, so it's been like four months and the struggle has been real. Um and I felt like God told me to walk away from my job, which was a nurse in the emergency room. So I, that can be for a whole nother podcast on obedience. But quit my job or whatever. So I've been struggling. I don't have the money that I used to have. And so I got my income tax. And so I put on my Instagram, I was convicted to pay my 10%, my tithes to the church. And I asked the people on my Instagram, like, you know, what would you do if you were in my shoes? If you know you were struggling like I was struggling and you're trying to pay stuff off, would you still give your 10% um, as a tithe? And so usually in my mind, I'm thinking everybody's pretty much going to say the same thing. Like, yes, you should tithe. This is the reason. But man, man, all the different responses that I got really, really, really blew me away. Like they really went in on my Facebook. They really went in on my Instagram and some people, of course, was like, hey, you should tithe, you know, God says he's promises to, you know, bless you if you tithe or, um, you know, it's a command in the Bible, um, you know, have faith, you know, the regular. And some people was just like, you know what? I don't tithe. <laughs> like, I don't tithe. I feel like that's an Old Testament law. Jesus can't fulfill that law. So we're not obliged to tithe the 10%. Um, and so I was like, well, that's interesting. Some people was like, you know, I feel like you don't have to give money. You can give your time. You can give resources other than money. You know, you can serve all those different things. And I was like, well, everybody made a valid point. And some people were like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to tithe off your gross income and not your net income. And I'm just like, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot going on. And a lot of people really gave me their perspectives. And that's when I realized, wow, we will never know each other's perspectives unless we open up that dialogue um, and give people a safe space for them to feel like they can give their perspective without being judged in any way. So that's definitely, definitely what I would aspire this to become, um, a safe space for people to give their perspective without being judged or condemned um, any kind of way and for all of us to learn from each other and like I said people think differently and that's why even like when I was in nursing school we used to study as a group because you learn so much more because everybody's minds work differently 
So I feel like it shouldn't be any different when it comes down to religion, spirituality. Like, we, even in the same religion as Christians, uh, everybody was pretty much Christian who was talking to me. But we all had different perspectives, different views on why we tithe and why we should tithe or why people don't tithe. So, and you don't get that in church because mostly at times in church, the pastor is talking and that's it. Which is why I believe in small groups and um, have people around you who you can have that safe space with and who you can open up and be transparent about and not be afraid. So with the tithing, so for me, for my thing is I do not want to tell people what to do because I do not look at myself as a teacher. Um, I'm humble. I humble myself before my leaders. Um, So... You know, I trust them to lead me, like as a pastor or a small group leader or anything like that. I never went to seminary, so the stuff that I learn, um, I like to study by listening to podcasts or listen to sermons or listen to people speak on YouTube, or um, I read different books so I can expand my knowledge. And of course, we have the internet for days, and um of course, read the Bible and read how the Bible was even formed and all that different kind of stuff. Like, I want to know more about God so I can know God, you know, because Christianity is a relationship with him. So that's my goal in life. But I feel like I am not led to teach someone what is right or wrong, because to be honest, I am fearful of leading somebody astray. And teachers are judged more harshly when um, when we die and go to judgment day with Jesus. So, I ain't trying to be judged more harshly. And secondly, I don't feel comfortable in teaching someone what's right or wrong because it's just my perspective. And I didn't go to seminary. Like, I don't have the proper schooling and knowledge to tell somebody what to do. So, this podcast is not a... This is what it is and this is what you should do and this is like no this is my perspective after me talking to people and studying and reading my word this is my revelation that God has given me so I just want to make sure I put that out there so after I put that on my Instagram I was like let me kind of study a little bit so I just kind of looked up some different scriptures and um Everybody talks about Malachi 3.10 when he says, like, pay your tenth and God will open up their storehouses of heaven and test me in this. Because God told, this was in the Old Testament, and God was saying, like, test me in this. Like, give me this tenth and watch me bless you. And I feel like sometimes people take that, people who are responding to my Instagram post, um, I feel like people only pay their tithes so they can receive a blessing from God. And I even had one person comment and was like, you know, I just don't feel like I have to pay the church for God to bless me. And I definitely understood where he was coming from because from what a lot of people were saying, it kind of seemed like we have to pay the church or pay God for him to bless me. And God is so much bigger than that. Um, To be honest, God doesn't need anything from us. Literally, he created us to worship him. Uh, Which tithing, I guess, giving to church is a way of worship. But I feel like 
God's not looking at us like, oh, you ain't pay your tithes? Oh, okay, well, I'm not going to bless you. I'm not going to feed you. I'm not. Like, I don't, that's, I don't feel like that's how God operates as I read his word. Um, because he created us all because he loved us. He didn't need us. You already had a relationship with the Holy Spirit and Jesus. He didn't need us. But he wanted us. He created us to love us, like, literally. So, I just don't want people to feel like they have to tithe so they can get a blessing. Like, God will bless you because he loves you. Um. So, when I read a lot of people's comments, I was like, hmm. Sometimes you got to do a heart check when it comes to stuff like this, like, Am I giving so I can get something back from God? Am I giving because I want to check off something in the Bible? Like, okay, let me get my checklist. This is everything I have to do to be a Christian. Okay, I'm going to check that off, so now I'm a Christian. You know, or I'm being a quote-unquote good Christian. So um, I feel like sometimes we have to look at why we're doing something. What we're doing could be right, and, you know, it looks good on the outside, but we have to ask God to search our hearts so we can know why we're doing something and maybe change our heart and let God work on our heart and mold our heart. So instead of me giving to God so I can test him in that area, like he says, or so I can get something in return, it's because God, what I believe is God, I love you because you first loved me. You died on the cross for me so I don't, so I don't have to die and go to hell. You defeated death for me. Um, and secondly, because you've given me, I believe God is sovereign. So if I have a job to get money, essentially God gave me that job to get that money. You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, I'm like, God, you gave it to me. You can take it away. God, you love me and I love you. Um, so I'm giving to you because in my mind, I feel like it's not even mine to have anyway. It's yours. Um, I am just a steward over it. And so I'm like the manager and got the boss. So it's just like, okay, God, you gave me this. And all you ask of me is to give you 10% of everything. And to you, when I give that 10%, it seems like I gave you everything. And so for me, I feel like that's love. Because he could easily say, I mean, he's God, he's sovereign. He can easily be like, give me everything I've given you. But then what would we live off of, you know? And so God knows that. Like, God isn't like, people be thinking like God is like dumb or it don't make sense. Like, no, everything in the Bible, I feel like, can be done practically. And that's something that I love to think about and do, like, it's practical things that we can do now in our life, in this world, to help people to live a godly life, to live a happy life, fulfilled life, um, a life full of overflow, practically, that we get from the Bible. And so well, that's one thing I believe. So for me, I do pay my tithes. I do pay 10% um, of my income. And I pay 10% of whatever money comes in my direction. Because especially if it's like, oh my gosh, like, where does money come from? Or why does this person want to give to me? I'm definitely going to give that because I feel like God put it in that person's heart to give to me. Um, so, and God is our provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. He's going to provide for us. And he will continue to provide. 
But I don't want people to feel like if they don't give, God is not going to bless them. Like, God is so much bigger than that. Um, And so some people ask me the question, where in the Bible does it say to give 10%? So as I was studying it, um, the word tithe is in the Bible a lot, in the Old Testament. Um, It says, like, tithe this, tithe that, tithe here, tithe to your church, tithe to this. Tithe in its name means tenth part. And in Hebrew, I don't know how I say it right. It's like M-A-A-S-E-R, master, which means tenth part. In Greek, is the kate, and it means the tenth or the first part. So, um, so in general, like tenth means ten, tenth part, tenth of whatever, ten percent. So I was like, okay, cool, that makes sense. Got that out the way. So that's where the ten percent comes from. And in the Old Testament times, they're like, you know, give a tenth or a tithe of your cattle or your sheep or um, bread or wine or dill and cumin and all this stuff because that's that re- equated to like money. Um, that's how you can tell if people were prosperous or not. So that's where the 10% comes from. So that's what I believe. I just give. 10%. I feel like that's what God asked of us. Um, so one question that I had for people was, a lot of people came to me and were like, um, you don't have to pay tithes on your income tax because if you pay tithes from your gross income, you know, you've essentially already paid tithes on your income tax because I like, can refund back to you because you overpaid taxes. Now, this is one thing that God has not convicted me of. I don't know how I feel about paying tithes on my gross income. Just for the simple fact that I understand God gave me that money in the job or whatever. But I've never actually seen that money. Like, first of all, I don't even get checks. Like, you know, everything goes straight to my bank account. So even when I go and find it online... For a pay stub, I'm just like, I've never seen that money. That money never, ever came into my possession. That money never went to my bank account. I never had the opportunity to spend that money because the government takes it right out before I even know what I made for that week. So God hasn't convicted me on that because I'm like, God, you know, I didn't see that money for me to even give it to you. <laughs> I feel like if anybody's a tithe on that money, it needs to be the government. They need to be giving their 10% to the church because they take it out of my check. So that's just kind of how I view that. Um, So I give off what I see in my bank account. I give off what I actually have, which kind of makes sense to me. I mean, it's very practical to me. But people do believe in paying off tithes off your growth. At the end of the day, I'm like, cool. You want to pay ties off your girls? Go ahead. God's going to bless you extra. Not really. But, um, yeah, that's a jokey joke. But um, whatever. Do what you do. But for me, God has not convicted me. He has not told me to, come on, I need you to pay 10% of your girls. Like, I have not gotten that from him because I'm super obedient when I hear God's voice. Or I feel like God is telling me to do something. I'll do it. 
And so I'm just like, God hasn't convicted me of that. Um, and to be honest, when I try to look at it from a biblically standpoint, I'm just like, they didn't have gross in that income in the Bible. <laughs> so where exactly are people getting that from? So yeah. Um, I was supposed to ask one of my old pastors that so they can explain it to me. But to be honest, I really don't care because even if they explain it to me, I'm not going to do it. So I feel like um, I'm the one to waste their time or mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like people ask me a question even about Christianity just for me to talk knowing that they don't care about what I'm talking about. Like, and that's why I feel like we have to have discernment. Like, you don't have to answer everybody um, and give everybody, like, tell them about Jesus if they already, because most of them they already know. And secondly, it's because they just want to argue. I'm not about to argue in life. So for me, I'm not even going to ask them that unless I really feel convicted and I want to know why I'm giving girls in that. And then I'll do it. But I'm not being convicted. And I know if they tell me, I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm still not going to do it. So I'm not going to waste their time. But yeah. So another thing, um, Second Corinthians nine seven is saying like you know be a cheerful giver. Um, God loves a cheerful giver. Don't give out of like obligation or give like to check off a box or to give grudgingly. Like you don't want to give it. Now I, I kind of felt that way about paying um the tithes on my taxes because I was just like God, what? Like I gotta pay you tithes? You really want tithes right now in the struggle moment with me? But for me, I feel like, first of all, this whole journey has been a faith journey anyways for me. And be obedient to God. And so everything has been rough for me. Because I'm like, God, you want me to do everything I don't want to do. But yet, he's taking care of me and I'm living my best life. My best broke life. Um, But, um, so I kind of felt, I was like, dang God, I feel like I wasn't cheerful when I gave you that. Um, I feel like I did it because you told me to, and I was just being obedient, but it wasn't a trip. Like, I wasn't happy by giving me that money like I usually am when I pay my tithes. So I really had to repent um, of that, and I'm like, God, you know, forgive me um, that I wasn't happy at giving back to you what you gave me, you know, or um, that I feel like I had to do something, and I had to ask for forgiveness for that because it's essentially a sin. So at the end of the day, I was like, God, I know that was a faith move for me and I know I trust you. I know you're not going to let me down because you never let me down. You always come through. You always do it again. So at the end of the day, I was actually truthful because I was like, God, I trust you so much and I love you so much and you love me so much. Thank you. So sometimes when I feel that way, I just worship him. And it takes away all the worry, all the stress, because I put all my trust and my faith in him. And some people who were writing me in my post um, were saying, hey, I feel like you don't have to give money. You don't always have to give 10% of your money. You know, God wants you to give uh, your time. Um, go out and serve people in your community. Go out and help the homeless. Um, go up and help the old lady who can't bring her groceries upstairs. You know, go help coach kids or um, give your gifts. Like you're gifted in singing, go sing for free. If you're gifted in um, 
um, what else, drawing or instrument or teaching, go do that instead of tithes. So for me, what I think about that is, of course, I agree. Um, It's just that I feel like I'm not going to not give my 10% to give my talents. Um, For me, I still give 10% of my net income and also give whatever resource I have. If I'm athletic, I'm going to go help kids. Um, I go around with autistic kids on Saturdays. Um, I serve at my church. Uh, I see people on the street. I might give them some food or take them out to eat or just talk to them and pray for them. Um, um, I've seen somebody who needs help carrying groceries. I'm going to carry them. I'm going to open the door for you. Like anything like that, anything that's extra, or even when it comes down to justice for our people, for the oppressed, and helping people who are in prison and loving on them. It's like we can't forget that stuff. But I feel like that doesn't, it's not one thing or the other. I feel like it all comes full circle. We do it all. So for me, I give my 10% to the church. All right, because the church still needs to pay their light bill. The church still needs to help people in their ministries that they have within the church. The church still needs to take care of the kids in the children's ministry. You know what I'm saying? Like, church has needs. And if I go to that church and that's my local church, I need to help provide for them for us, essentially, because I go there. So that's why I still get my 10%. And, of course, I'm always going to give my time. And one of my spiritual gifts is giving anyway and serving. So I'm those one of those people who people might think I give too much um, when it comes down to monetary gifts because I'm like, you need a couple hundred dollars, here you go. You need this, here you go. You need this, here you go. Like, I am that person. God just give, gave me a giving spirit. Um, also, serving, I feel like there's nothing more that you can do to show someone that you love them other than by serving them. You know, if I go somewhere and I take up my time of my day to go and serve you lunch, serve you dinner, pick up trash, clean up your house, anything like that. To me, that shows me like you really love me because you are doing something that you're not getting paid for, that you don't have to do. And but you're thinking about me and you're doing that. And so in Matthew 23, 23, that's essentially what Jesus was saying. He was talking to the Pharisees and he was just like, you know, Y'all give your 10% of your deal and your cumin or whatever, but you forgot justice and righteousness and helping your neighbor. So it's like, don't give 10% saying you checked off a box, but yet you see somebody hungry, your next door neighbor, and you don't feed them. Like, that's not love, you know? So I feel like within everything, the major commandments is to love God above anybody anything he's number one and then love people as you love yourself love your neighbor so i feel like with giving with serving with anything that you do it needs to be out of love like i'm giving because i love my church i'm giving because i love god i'm giving because i love the people i serve with i'm giving because i love the people i serve and so once you realize like i love God because he first loved me and I love the people that he placed here on earth because he made us all in his image even if you don't believe in Jesus he still created you in his image you are perfect in his eyes 
you know, and it's like, if he loves you, who am I not to love you? And in the Bible, Jesus always says the people that the poor that you um, fed and the people that you clothed and people that you helped, you are helping me, you know? And so it's just like, it just gives me so much joy to like help people who can't help themselves. And if God gave me a resource or something that I can do, I'm going to use that for his glory. I'm going to use that to proclaim the gospel um, because essentially that's what God is. God is love, you know? So when you love somebody, you're being like God. So that's what I believe with the tithes and everything like that. And so, um, yeah, so that's pretty much essentially all I have to say about it. Um, still kind of studying it. Um, at the end of the day, I'm still going to do it. But even if somebody came to me and was like, they feel like tithing is an Old Testament law. And when Jesus came in the New Testament, um, he came to fulfill the law. So since he fulfilled the law, we are not obligated to tithe or to Sabbath or to travel to Jerusalem to worship at the temple or to make sacrifices like it did in the Old Testament. Um, because Jesus came to fulfill that law. Um, and we're not going to be cursed if we don't tithe or anything like that. Um, which I could agree with that. Um, but at the end of the day, like I said, everything we do is out of love and for each other. It's not a law. It's not, I have to do it, I'm going to die. Or I have to do it, I'm going to be cursed. It's because I want to, because Jesus came literally came from heaven to earth to teach us how to live and then to die for us essentially so um who am i not to give to others and he gave so much for me so so yeah so that's my 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 little spiel on tithing and on love i guess because um, this podcast is all about love, you know? We love each other. We love God. God loved us. He is love. Love covers a multitude of sins. And so this podcast will essentially be about love. And so some scriptures that I have, if you want to write them down, uh, was Malachi 3.10, Genesis 14.20, Genesis 28.22, Leviticus 27, 30-34, 2 um, Corinthians 9 and 7, that's a chill for given one, um, Matthew 23-23, and Luke eleven forty two. Just some scriptures where you can go look them up yourself, kind of see where I was coming from with this, um, and always um, um, leave a comment or... Um, Tell me what God revealed to you in tithing or how you feel about tithing. And do you tithe or don't you tithe or why not? Um, what do these scriptures mean to you? Or do they mean nothing to you? So I will always love, love, love to hear back from you. Love to hear how this first podcast went because I'm mad nervous. Um, don't know what I'm doing, but, you know, if we never take a step, we'll always be where we once were. And I'm all about moving forward. So... We got to start somewhere and all I can do is get better from here. So I love you. I thank you. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, I have no idea what I've done next. 
podcast episode will be about. Um, I just kind of go with the flow of how God reveals stuff to me as I study. So have a good day. Um, leave a comment. Um, let me know how I did. And that's it. Remember, we are unapologetically black, unashamedly Christian, and I will always love you.